Good day, Kings Point residents. Raul Vargas here behind the controls at your Kings Point podcast production studio. And today I have the pleasure of joining me in the studio, Sonia Alvarez, support specialist for the Broward Sheriff's Office, who is also a clinical social worker. And today's discussion is mental health awareness. Good morning, Sonia. How are you today? Hello, Raul. How are you? Thank you for having me here. Oh, it's our pleasure. And um, we always appreciate what the Broward Sheriff's Office does for our community. So it's also great to enlighten our residents and keep them informed. So thank you for participating. Now, um, my first question for you, for you can enlighten the residents on mental health awareness, is how being physically ill affects your mental health? Well, an overall well-being not only involves our physical health, but also our mental health. A well-being state that makes a human being to be able to cope with the normal daily stress in order to live a fulfilled life. What happens is that most of the people are focused only on the physical health. Uh, When they feel ill, they go to the doctor and they look for help. They seek help from the doctor. They, if they have a pain, they take any any remedy to to relieve that pain. But very few of them um, see the physical health as important as the mental health. But when you feel physically ill, let's say you are a person who likes to run every day. You love running, but something happened. You have a pain or you have a problem that you are not able to run. So that will make you feel um, disappointed, that made you feel not motivated to do things, and that may affect your emotional well-being too. So both are uh, related. If you are physically ill, it will affect your mental health. If you are mentally ill or emotionally, emotionally unstable, that will affect also your physical health. In the case of anxiety, for instance, that we have a lot of uh, physical symptoms like a headache, stomachache, muscle pain, you know. So sometimes you go to the doctor and because you have that type of symptoms, a lot of headache, migraine, but doctor says you don't have anything, nothing to worry about. So it might be some symptoms of anxiety or stress that you are living that is affecting also your physical health. That's why they are very related and both are important. One interacts with the other. Yes, it is. And, and that's important. Mm-hmm. So, and in this case, why is it important? And why is it that this is something that really makes our seniors and our senior community more vulnerable? Uh, for, for seniors now, you know, as we age, our health is declined also. So seniors... Uh, they are not um, able to do the same activities that when they they were young. Some of them, uh, some illnesses start presenting when you are when you are over your fifties. So some if a person you used to uh, have a, a very active life, some of them they don't anymore because they suffer from some some illness. Um, at the same time, having the empty nest. Uh, living alone, or some of them um, face the fact that their kids live um, out of the, the state. They are, don't live around. Some of them face the fact that they are widows. They are losing their loved ones. And all all those situations make them more vulnerable. Um, some of them also, 
they used to have a busy life and now they have plenty of time and they don't have too much things to do. So that is one of the reasons that they may found that they have extra time to think, extra time to worry about, and you know, they cannot, they don't fulfill their life with joy the same as they did in the past. So that uh, population is very vulnerable. And COVID and being on lockdown for the past year and a half has really not helped our senior community, especially those that don't have loved ones that can constantly check up on them and they're alone. And um, what do you say to those and what do they need to do for those who are feeling depressed or have some kind of anxiety? You know, how can they tackle something like that? You are very right about COVID. COVID worsened the symptoms. COVID developed symptoms. So people that never used to feel this way, they started feeling, start hitting because of the loneliness. Most of them, as I said, they have relatives living outside, living out of the town. So most of them rely on social clubs, rely on social activities from this from the community. And since when COVID hit, Everything was closed, so they didn't have that resources. That is the reason why there was a lot um, more uh, symptoms that they may be they were feeling. Uh, the things that they can do in this case, if a senior is feeling a, we're gonna see it this way: depression. When you stop doing something that you really enjoy, let's say a senior loves cooking, she loves cooking and she enjoys her time cooking, but suddenly. She doesn't want to cook. She doesn't have the energy to cook. So she's not doing what she loves to do. And if that symptom of that feeling persists for over two weeks, there's something that she needs to take action. We as a human being, we uh, develop or produce that uh, that uh, chemics that we need to be stable, you know, endorphins, oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, that are the chemics that make our brain to be a stable in the in a well-being state and we create that chemics by doing things that we love being around people makes you create it makes you produce oxytocin doing things you love makes you produce serotonin dopamine exercising walking out outdoors makes you produce endorphins so we need to be producing all those when we stop, it's when when we may have that feelings, feeling down, feeling uh, sad, feeling um, not having energy to do the things we love. So when a senior is feeling that he's not enjoying their days anymore, they need to start doing something. It's like they're falling out of their routine and the things they love to do or the things they're constantly doing. So... They start. It starts to diminish. They're doing it less and less because they're falling and their minds are thinking and they're getting depressed or they're getting stressed over a situation. And what it does, it just starts for them to lack interest in what they're constantly doing. Yes, that is exactly what is what happened. And when, what they need to do, first of all, they need to be aware of themselves. So if they notice that they are not doing more the things that they used to do, they are feeling uh, sad or uh, lo- uh, low energy. They don't want to talk to the friend that they call. They don't want to cook. So they need to start talking to someone. First of all, talk. 
talking is a, is a therapy, it's a way to relieve what you're feeling. So by talking, you can relieve. By talking, you can feel better. Going for a walk. So sometimes we need to push ourselves to do things that we don't want in that moment. But when we start doing it, we start feeling better. So going for a walk, even if you don't want to, push yourself a little bit and go for a walk. Uh, talk to someone, call someone, talk about your feelings. You may have a daughter, you may have a relative, you may have a friend that can hear. So do it. Another thing that we can do is try to find what are the things that we love to do. Listening to music. I always say that we, sh- we should have a playlist that we, we play when we feel down because music is, is something that brings joy to our souls. So having a playlist that you put when you are not feeling well, that also helps. But sometimes you will find that you do all those things and it's not helping. You are in the same state. So that is when you need to look for professional help. If you see that you are um, coping with the skills that you have, you know, uh, writing, talking, walking, dancing, listening to music, whatever you used to do in the past and that used to work, but now it's not working anymore. So when that happened, you may be, you have to be aware that you may be seeking professional help. And when I see, when I say professional help, talk to your doctor, tell your doctor what are you feeling and tell him also how long are you feeling the same way and what did you do? to be over those feelings and it didn't work. So doctor may um, prescribe you some medication. Maybe the problem is that you are not getting enough sleep at night and you don't have the energy to, to, not, to, to do the things you want the rest of the day. So doctor may help. If you don't want to take medication, because I hear that many people are reluctant to take medication, so there are many things that you also can do. Um, there are places where you can uh, have someone that come to you, talk to you, and teach you different coping skills for you to use when you feel that way. So look for your resources, but do not stay for too long having the same feelings of, of being in the same uh, state. It's funny, you just covered one of the questions I was going to have ask which was you know what do you do when you do start feeling depressed and you mentioned music and um i love music i don't listen to the radio i hardly listen to the radio what i do is i have a flash drive in my car with all kinds of different moods of music may it be jazz latin music dance and whatever mood i wake up in the morning that's what i look for and i play and it's like music is life. It, it just has exactly. a way of making you change your moods or get into a certain type of mood that you want to be in for that day. And um, another question you mentioned as far as resources like your doctor and stuff like that. Is there any outreach programs for the seniors or anything out there that you might be aware of that as a community the seniors can pick up a phone and give a call and maybe seek some help or, you know, I know that certain cities have programs that the seniors can go out to and just to get out of the house for an hour or two and they can interact in their community in these programs. So maybe you can enlighten us with something that they can pick up the phone and call or 
that would be definitely helpful for them when they're feeling that way. Yes. Um, as I say, if you do everything you can do to f- make yourself feel better and it's not working, it's time to, to seek help. So there are many uh, organizations in the community that offer this help, especially for seniors. Due to COVID, um, I don't, I'm not sure if all of them are doing the in-home uh, visits, but there are programs where people call you and you can talk to them over the phone. If you, don't, if you feel um, that you don't want to worry your kids or you don't want to talk to, uh, to your friends or whoever and tell the, the, your feelings and tell your personal stuff, so you can talk to these people. Uh, every individual is different and every need is different, but you can call 211. 211, you call them and you explain them what you are feeling and they will give you the numbers uh, from organizations that they may, they, may, they may help you. So 211 is a great resource for every individual and there is always someone who is going to talk to you and do kind of a, a small, um, very brief intake and, and see your needs and find something for you. But there are a lot of help out there organizations especially for seniors so 211 is the best thing to yes, do yes 211 covers uh, areas for every age group and, yes. and once they see what your topic of discussion mm-hmm. or whatever you're seeking help in they will definitely guide you to the resources needed and yes 211 is very helpful we have recommended it in the past to people that we know of all age groups so yes listeners if you're listening 211 is uh, probably your, your main resource when you're feeling this way. You can just pick up the phone, dial that number, and everything's kept confidential. So, you know, you will be guided to the resource that can help you in whatever topic of discussion you might have. Letting our seniors know how can they prevent themselves from feeling these ways if they feel they're they're having symptoms or feelings in a certain direction as far as depression or anxiety. How can they avoid this? Well, there is not a way to avoid it. Sometimes we live circumstances that we can avoid that. If you lose a loved one, it is not a way to avoid that, right? But um, we have to, we have to be aware of ourselves. If you are feeling that in a certain way, depressed or anxious, with no reason, we have to see. If you're feeling depressed or anxious with no reason, that might be something triggering that is unconscious. So we need to also be aware of that. If you, let's say, if you feel like listening to this type of song makes you feel sad, so you got to take the decision to not listen to that song. If you feel that the photo that you have of your your um, your husband that already passed away, every time you see it is make you making you feel uh, uh, sad, depressed, you know, with a uh, down. So just remove that photo for a bit until you feel better. So that is things that as an, as an individual we need to be aware of ourselves. Everyone is different. What triggers me may not trigger you. So there is something that we need to see. It, unfortunately, some people uh, are, are not aware, they are not aware and they start feeling this way and they don't know why. But it might be a trigger for something very small, 
like a seeing a picture, like a listening to music, or just even a word that someone says. So if when we are aware, we learn about ourselves and we know to prevent it. Another way is even if you feel that you don't have the energy to do what you like. I was talking about a lady that loves to cook and that she sees that she's not that two days in a row she is not cooking and you know when she noticed that it's like in that moment try to for not force yourself but push yourself to do it Mm -hmm. invite someone home so you can motivate yourself to do it you know do not wait too long Uh, usually when we when we wait too long to seek help or to take action is where we start feeling worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. at the point that you will be feeling suicide that you want to die mm-hmm. you know you may not have a plan but one of the symptoms of depression is having um suicidal thoughts so we have to avoid to get to this to that point when the only way what we can avoid to do to get to that point is being aware since the beginning you know, know yourself, be aware what you love, what you like. If you see that talking to your grandson uh, makes you feel happy and you feel that day that you feel down and you don't feel well that day, so call your grandson. Don't wait for him to call you. Call because that call made you, you know, uh, lift your mood and made you feel better. But do not let yourself go this the same way for more than two, three days because uh, the more you wait, the harder it's going to be to go back to your, your well-being or to happy state. Yeah, it continues to get worse. So yes. you have to, you know, try to get on top of it and try to mm-hmm. push yourself and get motivated to feel better and try to do something to get you in that positive flow. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think we covered pretty much the topic of mental health awareness. Um, I'd like to let our residents know, don't forget, if you're feeling that way, Reach out to a loved one, reach out to a family member, reach out to your neighbor, or just pick up the phone and call someone. Or if you don't have anyone that you have that confidence in calling, pick up the phone, call 211. They're very helpful. They would give you the insight of who to turn to. They will give you the resources, and um, it'll definitely make you feel better. And that's what we're here for, to help you guys out. I'd like to thank... Ms. Alvarez, for participating in our segment today, Mental Health Awareness. I hope we've enlightened our residents, even if we just touch a few today, enlightened you with uh, some positive feeling. I hope you enjoyed our segment. And again, Ms. Alvarez, thank you for joining us today. Thank, thank you, Bro. We thank the Broward Sheriff's Office for participating in our podcast and always allowing us the content to reach out to our residents. It's very important that we keep doing this, and um, we'd welcome you back anytime you'd like. Thank you, Raul. And again, residents, thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon. Have a good day.